Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. This is Paige, the co host of Giggly Squad. And I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving Olive in June. Olive in June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. I feel like I'm constantly reminding myself that we are all carrying around different stressors, big and small. But when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. And naturally, that can start to affect everything else around us, too. Therapy can be a safe place to get things off your chest and figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. I know that therapy isn't for everyone, but it definitely has benefited me in the past with learning how to sit with my feelings, set boundaries with people, and I don't know, learn how to function with a little less shame. But if you are thinking of starting therapy and access has been hard for you, maybe better help is the right fit. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient. You can get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash MakeYourBed today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash MakeYourBed. Welcome to the Make Your Damn Bed podcast, a low-key, real-talk, motivation podcast to play while you make your bed every morning to incorporate healthy routine into your day-to-day. Build momentum and better your life. Good morning, sunshine. Welcome to day 433 of the Make Your Damn Bed podcast. Today, I want to talk about what makes an interesting story in conversation. And the more that I researched and looked up and thought about, the more I realized how appropriate it was to come at it from a stand-up comedy standpoint. So I'm going to share some general comedy tips that really do apply to pretty common social situations most of the time. First, if you're going to tell a story, make sure it's one worth telling. Even when I go on stage unprepared, I have at least a premise, an idea that I want to convey and discuss. If I don't have an idea of what I want to say... I'm not just going to go up there and wing it and waste everybody's time. So having a central message that feels significant or relevant to the conversation that led you into this story, or just a generally important or familiar message that you'd like to share, go for it. But make sure you have a point before you draw all the attention towards you, or else you will back yourself into a very awkward corner 
and in general, reading the room is always great advice before starting a story. Is this the right time to tell this? Maybe toast at the wedding isn't the time to reveal all the misgivings of the bachelor party. And maybe grandma's funeral isn't the time to share about how much cocaine you did last weekend. Read your room. Make sure the audience and the timing is appropriate for the story you're about to tell. That's key. If you do nothing else, just make sure you've read the room a little bit. (laughs) Read the energy. Don't derail everybody because you have a crazy story. If you're dying to share a crazy story and it's not the appropriate time or people, go somewhere private, call somebody, record it and post it to TikTok, but save it. (laughs) Also, I will say as far as storytelling goes, the same general rules apply to having a good conversation, which is stay present, stay confident, worry less about what you're about to say and trust yourself, and also get curious. Pay attention to everyone who's listening to you. Are they paying attention? Do they look bored? Do they look interested? Are they laughing? Are they interjecting with questions or responses? Are there moments where you can pause? Are there moments where you can escalate? Are there moments where you can ask them to visualize and participate? But that comes after you've hooked them. Why are you telling this story now? If everyone's talking about Coachella and you have a crazy story about how you met Lizzo, great. But if everyone's talking about Coachella and you're talking about your lint trap catching on fire, it generally feels like you're wedging your story in. And even if it's a great story, everyone in the room will be so caught off guard and trying to catch up how you made that connection that they won't really be interested in what you have to say anyway. So finding a good segue or hook or introduction to your story to make it seem relevant and important to the moment, rather than some forced story that doesn't feel organic and natural and important. So once you've gotten a hook and a way to start telling the story, and you've established that your story is worth it to tell by establishing and consolidating a central message that you'd like to communicate, remember that you can take your time with the story, but keep the actual plot points concise. Use specifics for sure, but only to build tension or better paint a picture so that your listener can visualize and imagine with better detail. But don't give so much backstory that we're exhausted by the time we get to the meat of the story. If the backstory is relevant, sure. Sometimes you have to include it. And for me, when this is the case, and I know the backstory side is easy to get caught up in because it seems really convoluted, but they only need certain details of it. I'll say, long story longer, the only thing you need to know is I used to date this person and this person did this, this, and this, or whatever details seem relevant. I will purposefully interject my good story that I am taking my time with and fleshing out with specifics and imaginative details, but I will speed through the backstory part because I know that part is not as interesting or relevant or important, but them knowing the context might be. So only give context when it's appropriate and don't dwell too much on giving so much backstory that people have to give up their whole day to hear this story. And throughout the story, feel free to breadcrumb or leave little clues and pieces of information that are going to lead you to your central message or your conclusion. 
When you start a story, you might start with a bit of tension or conflict or a situation. And as you build context around that situation through your story building and through the specifics that you choose, you might breadcrumb some future problems or future solutions by dropping hints about them or dropping how they might come into play later without completely spoiling the story. And eventually you can create opportunities for interjection by asking questions right then. It's like building audience participation, which can allow other peoples to more fully immerse themselves and gain empathy so they can relate to your story on a deeper level. But they want to discover with you. So by leaving those breadcrumbs for them to pick up as they go can be really rewarding when you promise them the entire loaf at the end. That sense of organic discovery through building the plot and the tension and eventually revealing your grand message in whatever that may be. And that conclusion can be a moral conclusion, something you learned, something you gained, something changed, something affected you forever. It can be something about someone else's change, moral conclusion, or event. Or it can just have a punchline. And if you don't have a punchline or a moral conclusion, try to work on finding a way to end your story in a tidy way to bring it full circle back to the beginning or to the central message that you were trying to convey in the first place. Maybe there's a twist ending or an unexpected turn or surprise that not only builds interest, but also creates a really satisfying end to a story. In general, though, good storytelling technique comes from timing, learning when to pause, and when to keep speaking. It also comes from inflection, how we change our voice to build tension or build anxiety or to build excitement, focusing on appropriate pacing, not spending too much time on unnecessary details or backstory, and only spending 30 seconds on the meat and potatoes of the story and the interesting twists and turns, and never punching down. And in comedy, punching down is when we talk shit or negatively portray or react to someone else who is traditionally lower than us in society. And in general, no one's lower than you in society. So just don't punch. If you're going to, you can be a little self-deprecating, but even self-deprecation gets old and kind of cringy sometimes. So unless it's really, really funny and really, really relevant, don't even talk shit about yourself if you can avoid it. And in general, keep your shit talk about others to a minimum. It's not a great look to be telling a story about how mean you were to the hostess at Chili's. No matter how powerful you felt in the moment, it's never impressive to yell at someone whose job it is to serve you. But that's just general tidbits. Also, if you can, avoid TMI. Don't give so much backstory and so much detailed specifics that people are uncomfortable. You can be vulnerable without being so forthcoming with all of your dirty, dirty details. Save some for the people who matter and the people who really know you. You might be a really open and honest person, but some people aren't so comfortable with that. So read the room. Again, that's pretty much key in every conversation and every good relationship. Okay, that about ends it for today. I've been going a little long lately, and I hope you like that. And if you don't, let me know, and I can go back to shorter episodes. I love you very much, and I'll talk to you tomorrow while you make your damn bed. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Make Your Damn Bed podcast. Don't forget to subscribe so you never miss a day. You can also follow us on Instagram for quotes and content directly from each episode at MYDB Podcast, or subscribe to the newsletter on www.makeyourdamnbedpodcast.com. 
If you can rate and review us on Apple Podcast or just share this with someone you think might get a kick out of it, it can and has made all the difference. So thank you. I've been your host, Julie Merica, and I hope you have a wonderful day. I'll talk to you tomorrow while you make your damn bed. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.